Cinder Williams here, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 25 of the PPC Podcast. I've had to learn to change my state all throughout my life, but never like now, because I'm going to be honest with y'all, I am getting my tail beat. (laughs) And on that note, let's get on with it. If you've listened to my podcast from the start, you know that PPC stood for Pink Panty Confessions. For this platform, that did not work because people, men and women, were confused by the title. They assumed it was about S-E-X, (laughs) y'all. Thus, I lost a lot of listeners because they were not comfortable listening to a show about sex or they went on thinking it was going to be about sex and realized it was about self-love instead and they got turned off. So I had to change it. It now means personal, powerful conversations. I had to shift the way they envisioned the podcast. And I have to do that with my own experiences in life all the time. Take something that I could see as negative and change my perception of the encounter to an insight of myself. I've also had to take pain and learn to laugh anyway. Well, my guest this week, lawyer turned actor turned creative genius, has had this concept and taken it to another level. I'm going to let him tell you all about it. Everybody, introducing Summer Hill 7. Hill 7. Welcome to the PPC podcast. Thank you very much, Cinda. It's so exciting and so just heartwarming and even uh, intimidating to be oh. today. It's a rare <laughs> and welcome feeling. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you. Uh, looking at you, you look like you have a lot of fun, Summer. Uh, I, I think you gotta be friends. Where do you live? I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, okay. I was just in Florida yesterday. Oh, wow. Not, not Tallahassee, but I was I was in Orlando, so I was in your neck of the woods. But um, well, well, next time, next time. Mm-hmm. I love your state. So, okay. So we're gonna just go back. All um, right, let's do it. I want to go back. And tell me about your beginnings. Who was Little Summer? (laughs) Little Summer was Ray Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Ray Ray. And everything that that name implies, Cinda, Ray Ray, right? We all Mm -hmm. know Ray Ray. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Ray Ray, at age five, Cinda, they said, well, 
what do you want to be when you grow up? And let me set the scene for you because it was in the 70s mm-hmm. and it was Easter Sunday. And I had on my platform shoes, just coming from seeing the Superfly movie, had the hat, the zoot suit, the whole thing. I leaned back, Cinder, and I looked up at the lady in the candy store and I said, I'm gonna be a pimp. <laughs> and my mother, who was lighter than you or I, grabbed me and turned bright orange, snatched me out the candy store, and looked back at the lady and said, he's gonna be a lawyer. And cut to 22 years later, and I woke up from the coma, (laughs) and I was sitting in a movie theater watching a film you may recall called X. And um, they got to the part where they asked the little boy, uh, which is the autobiography, of course, of Malcolm X. Uh, they said, Malcolm, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? And um, and the Mal- young Malcolm says, I want to be a lawyer, sir. And the, and the white man says, niggas can't be lawyers. Why don't you be a carpenter like your father? And I had just passed the bar, just been admitted to the bar, and it struck me that no one in my entire life had told me that I couldn't be a lawyer, at least of all white people. And moreover, all the white people I had ever shared the idea with had said, that's a great idea. They need black lawyers. (laughs) So uh, that's how my squircular life began. And I realized then though, by that time, that all I really ever wanted to be was a whole bunch of different things. My mother wanted me to be the lawyer, but I wanted to be a whole bunch of different things. And so really the best shot at that was being an actor. And that's when my acting career began. How so old were you? Up through 92. So, so you became an actor. How old were you when you made that choice? Uh, that was uh, 92, do the math, carried one, about 26, 27. So you were already a lawyer, but you started acting. Yep, I, start, oh, I started man. acting at NYU. That's where I went to law school. Oh, NYU Law School. See, my this is this. I can't wait till my brother that you you listen to that podcast. I listen to it because or to meeting him. I, yeah. I it's my book because I talk about NYU. Where did he go to law school? Uh, in Iowa, Iowa. Okay. Where at one of those places? So uh, in Iowa. You know what year he graduated? Hmm. Is he older or no. younger than you? younger than me he's two years younger than me so i think you guys are around the same age okay. i think he, you guys might be i don't know your i'm exact a, age, I, I, but, I, I, um, i'm a year older than you are okay so he was three years behind you okay and yeah but but i think you're gonna you really encourage him i mean he already does everything he's right. superman he does everything <laughs> But it's so cool that you you were able to make that transition because he's the same way he can act, he can write, he can do it all, yeah. you know. I think as soon as his daughters are finished with college, then maybe he'll really go that that route to really be the artist completely because that's where his heart is. He's very good lawyer, very good at what he does. He helps a lot of people, but I think he 
feels like I, that's just my guess but anyway this isn't about Hassan this is about you Summer okay well, I, so but I, 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 I hope to beat Hassan I'm very excited about Hassan so yeah. in some ways I, I think I'm going to do a show with you and Hassan and a couple other people and Eddie and we're all going to in some ways I mean you know I, I you I, I'm glad I listened because I was able to do some preparation and and pull out a few uh, references that I might want to say, like uh, this um, this Othello. Uh, Rude am I in my speech and little blessed with the soft phrase of peace, right? So, uh, you know, even though I did that whole thing, really, I'm still the little boy who wanted to be a pimp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so I look forward to hearing how Hassan, you know, walks this line between arts and uh, advocacy. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds like just from what I've read about you, that you are doing that. You're just doing it a different way. So, how did you get to comedy? Tell me about that whole thing. Oh man. Um, how, okay, it, I have to think, you know, um, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a great playwright uh, named Lawrence Holder who wrote When the Chickens Came Home to Roost. And that's the play where uh, Mr. Washington received an Obie Award for playing Malcolm X the first time and started the buzz about him playing the movie. And so uh, he was my mentor and he talked about jazz and then how jazz wasn't, wasn't the word that the musicians used and how that came about and the whole concept of it. And so at the time I was writing my first book, Notes of a Neurotic, and I was just exploring this form that, you know, because uh, Comedic actors have stand-up, right? The dramatic actor, yeah, you can do poetry, but it was the spoken word thing was just coming on. I didn't like the phrase spoken word, it's too clunky. All words, most of them are spoken and heard. I just, you know, I just thought it was a kind of absurd description for the art form. And moreover, I didn't want to be pigeonholed into comedy, da 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 da. So, with this relationship with Lawrence Holder talking about jazz, was, and and also this idea, Cinder, that what's going to come after hip hop? You know, we keep thought everything is hip hop consumed hip hop. So I was looking for a word to describe something that included hip hop, included comedy, included everything that was here, but let you know that it's still evolving. And that's where the term came up. I came up with the term, I put it in a movie uh, that I made, commentary or poemity. Then I wrote a book called Notes of a Neurotic. One small section of it was poemity. And then over the years, after I went back to drama school uh, and I came out in 2007, I wrote a second book called Hang Time. And this is definitely something that Hassan wants to check out because this is dedicated to all the black men in America that have not and will not reach the age of 40. Mm. And I was turning 40 at the time. I was at the Utah Shakespearean Festival and I was 
reflecting. And so then um, I really went further with this concept, sender of poemity, making it seven syllable verse lines. Because I was studying Shakespeare, you know, iambic pentameter, and I knew it wasn't that, but I wanted to codify it, so seven syllables. And so then by the time we came around and wrote this book, Squircular, which is the trilogy, uh, we realized that we were doing something that nobody was really following or doing, and that's when we started the Institute and started reaching out to people. And, you know, I had no idea where it would go. Uh, I will say that uh, a big credit, that's why I, look, I wrote this, uh, I, I lit this candle. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, many of the influences are no longer here. Pulling me. I mean, James Baldwin, you know, I had dinner with him when I was a freshman in college. Certainly, that was a major influence. The squircular begins with two quotes from James Baldwin. So everything I write about is imbued with the Baldwinian touch. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, um, so so that so that's poemity. It's it's evolving. It's exciting. It's you know we do things in film now. Uh, so, so let me ask you, Summer. Can you please? Okay, first of all, thank you for correcting my pronunciation. Oh, <laughs> listen, since I that's can't talk to the Mason Dixon line, I have no standard pronunciations. You hear all kinds of things, so say it your way. <laughs> okay, I know. I prefer yours. Poetry okay. is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Tell us about, let's say we are going out for a night and the, the, what the performance is, is, is poemity. What does that look like? Right. So we've done stand-up poemity and what happens, and we, and we have done, of course, one person plays. We have one called Shakespeare in period Harlem about a death row inmate that gives his last public performance of his poetry right before he dies. It's his final wish. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a that's a poem. That's a that's a classic. That's the you know that's the defining poemity. What it is is it takes something that is not funny mm. and you make people laugh all as much as you possibly can at this unfunny, horrible thing. Wow. Yeah. So basically <laughs> so basically it's like changing your state. Taking someone, something that's got a difficult past history, whatever, and changing the state of it and showing people another light of what that means. Is that, that it? That's it in a nutshell. That's wow. it. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you just captured the essence of it. And so uh, whether, it, whether it's in a one person play, multi people play, whether, it's a stand-up, you know, when it's a stand when it's just me just standing up, I just show up and whatever is on my mind. And then of course I have pieces that I do depending on the audience. Uh so but but it's always going to be about you know being able to laugh at myself, being able to laugh at my worst situations. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? which is when laughter is most needed <laughs> right. at your absolute worst. So that's, Ooh, that's the fun. Hold on, no. 
you just touched on something that saved me this last few days when I was down in your beautiful state. I had to do that. <laughs> I had yeah. to do that because I was I was going through something major and I told my kid, I was with my baby and I told her, I said, look, we are not going to sit here and be sad about this situation. We are going to enjoy each other wherever, whatever's happening. We gonna understand it from that perspective because I love you too much to waste energy and time without a laugh, without fun. And that's what we did. We had so much fun in such a strange situation. We had a blast. So I live for poemity. There it is. Poemity. I lived it this weekend. And I, on that note, I like I told you, this is a shorter segment. You're going to come on to the PPC radio show on July 7th. And we're going to talk more because I love talking to you. You are amazing. You are really amazing. And I want to get even deeper into this whole concept of poemity. And um, because to me, that is survival. When you can learn to take any situation and change the way you're looking at it, not only do you grow, you thrive. So thank you for for being on the PPC podcast, Summer Hill 7. And I can't wait to have you on a PPC radio show with the panel. We're going to have a blast, man. Thank you for everything and God bless you. You're welcome. God bless. Peace. This last weekend was very difficult. Uh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. My baby girl, Sophia, came home for just one week. And if I'm going to be honest with you, I really wanted it to be awesome because I miss her so much. And I wanted it to be a memory for her because she's on her way. She's getting out of here, doing her thing. She's blowing up and pretty soon, she's not gonna be available to her mommy very often. So I wanted this to be a fun weekend. And to be honest, things fell apart. Things happened that we didn't expect. And we were both very upset about it. Me, more than her, okay? She was just like sitting there dejected. I was mad, sad, crying, freaking out. But then I took a look at myself. And and sometimes I do that, I, I do that often where it's like two me's. The me that's going crazy and the me that observes me going crazy. I was like, I gotta change this because I'm ruining this trip. So I looked at my kid and I said, hey baby, listen to me. I don't know what's gonna happen on this trip. I'm not sure where we're gonna go, what we're gonna do. But I know one thing, no matter what, if we choose to, we can have fun. No matter what, if it's just you and me staring at each other, watching people walk by we can have fun and I promise you it turned the turf around and yes we still had difficulties but we got through it and we laughed and we played and we talked and we just had fun 
So though our circumstances were challenging, we had a wonderful time being together and we learned a lot. And I thank God for the ability to do that, to change my mind, to change my state. So if ever you get down, afraid, lost and confused, try quieting your mind and change your state. Like Summer suggests, create poetry. Listen, you only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Boy, this was a really fun one for me. I I have to admit it. I really enjoyed it. And I want to say thank you again to Summer Hill 7 for coming on to the show. And if you want to hear more from him, and believe me, I do, Join us July 7th from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Big shout out, big thank you to my producer, DJ Kid Disco, who always provides wonderful beats and production. And I also want to say thank you to DJ Larry Legend, Chain Stokes, and Sakeen Beats for their wonderful music. All right, y'all. Get out there. Change your state. It's going to be all right if you can see it that way. God bless. Until next time. That's a wrap. Hi everyone, this is Cinder Williams coming to you with some exciting news. Every Wednesday, the grownfolksradio.com presents the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern, Shelly Show Williams and I are co-hosting this Heal Yourself platform. We are talking about improving the mind, body, and soul. DJ Joe Storm will be bringing us uplifting music. CJ Julianis is our financial therapist. We're going to have phenomenal guests and various therapists, life coaches, and spiritual leaders. And DJ Kid Disco is producing it all. All of this to help us on our paths to restoration. So please join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show at www.thegrownfolksradio.com.